When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I am so happy to be recording yet another episode for you all. I am also so happy that this is my uh, final review of the recently finished Netflix K-drama, Matt for Each Other. This review will probably be a struggle for me because I am still a little loopy about this drama ending and have some qualms about it ending. And so I might find myself all over the place as I try my absolute best to detail all of the little things and ways um, I fell in love with this, this short drama. For this drama, I recorded a midpoint review after frantically realizing that I had to because I was immediately smitten (laughs) with this drama. (laughs) It will be one that I write in my book of dramas I love more than others um, and I will place it in a category of its own. But right now I will give you my final thoughts on this enchanting drama. I mean, it totally swept me off my feet. Um, So prepare yourself for some flowery and sappy descriptors um, in this review about this drama, because this drama gave me butterflies in my stomach. It, I I felt like there were multiple episodes or every episode, there were moments where I got uh, bashful and a little shy while watching it. It made me all giggly and loopy. (laughs) And I, 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 I literally felt as though I was falling in love with the drama while those two were falling in love with each other. Uh, but okay, I'm not going to keep going on and on because I could talk about this drama as if it is a my first love or something like that. Like I can talk about it as if I'm in love with it because I am. But I'm going to focus. I'm going to refocus things and I'm going to get back to the matter at hand, the final review. <laughs> so... First, let me give you a quick summary of the drama and some information about the characters that completely have my heart in a little chokehold still. Um, (laughs) So again, bear with me as I try my best not to continually kind of um, gush over this drama. But yes, Mad for Each Other is a short drama where there's the episodes are around 30 to 40 minutes long and you only have 13 episodes. Um, And before I go any further, let me go ahead and throw out a trigger warning um, right here at this point because there are some elements um, of this drama that deal with abuse of varying kinds I would say and I definitely will not recommend it to 
those who um, may think of you know any kind of abuse as a trigger for them. Um, also, don't listen to this review as well, unfortunately, because I will be mentioning some of that abuse that is detailed in the in the actual drama here. So. This is your kind of trigger war. This is your your exit moment. Um, But let me go ahead and continue on with this quick summary. So yes, the story itself is technically in the realm of a romantic comedy, um, but there, I would say, are some Black comedy elements to it as well, tied into obviously some of the dark things that the characters have dealt with. Um, But um, it tells the story of No We Oh and Lee Min Young, um, who are two individuals that meet uh, while going to their psychiatry appointments one rainy day. <laughs> they share the same psychiatrist and meet one day in a not so meet cute moment. <laughs> Min Kyung uh, actually accuses We Oh of following her and beats him with her umbrella <laughs> and she doesn't beat him harshly but you know she hits him with her umbrella um, and but spoiler alert he actually was not following her and so then we learned pretty quickly on um, that her reaction to him and her paranoia um, that you saw in the moment of her thinking he was following her is actually stemming from the trauma of being in a physically abusive past relationship. Her ex-boyfriend, after being caught by his wife of cheating um, with Min Kyung, um, tries to get Min Kyung to believe his lies about him being in the process of divorcing his wife and begging her to stay with him. Min Kyung actually was not aware of his marriage and took what he told her at face value and basically fell in love with him. However, of course, after finding out the truth, she wants nothing to do with him. And it is during that moment of rejection that he literally kidnaps her. And, um, you know, in the process of her trying to escape, he completely beats her up. Um, It's traumatizing for anyone. I mean, even watching in the moment when they show it in the drama, it was heart wrenching. Um, it was gut-wrenching. It was disgusting. Um, it was very, like I said, it was triggering, um, even to someone who may not have those past experiences. But luckily, she does escape the situation. She even takes him to court, files a lawsuit against him, and actually puts him in jail. And, the, and then after that, she disappears from her former life. Um, she completely abandons that former herself. Um, she hides away in this rundown apartment complex. She sees her psychiatrist weekly. She eventually takes in a stray dog. She likes to wear a flower in her hair and dark sunglasses. And sometimes she even walks at, around the streets at um, times and is looking for men who are wanted for, you know, harsh um, crimes. Um, Like she's on patrol constantly or a crime stopper. She takes that among herself. Um, And that is Min Kyung. And this is the one that meets We Oh that rainy day outside their psychiatrist's office. Um, So then now let's discuss who We Oh is. He is a police um, detective on a leave from his job as we find out he has actually been um, deemed too angry to be effective in his position or his role as police officer. And um, and that's because recently during a drug bust gone wrong, he beats a man into a bloody pulp and then, of course, is ordered to take that leave and to 
only and to come back after he has received a letter from a psychiatrist saying that he is fit to go back to his job. And um, he also lives in the same rundown apartment building, one door down from Min Kyung. Um, he has anger issues, and yet he is still to me one of the most understanding and honest characters. He's a stand-up guy, really. Um, if you ask me, despite his anger issues, he also has um, a past relationship, an ex-fiance who broke off their engagement. Um, and I don't, I barely remember her reasoning because it was so superficial. It was something like his career and, you know, I guess him working too much and she did, he felt like she, he didn't care about her. I don't know. I don't remember, but it, it didn't make much sense. She seemed to be a very, um, uh, she seemed to be something. But yes, he has that kind of past um, with um, kind of love. And yeah, so that's basically we owe. Um, and the drama tells the story of these two battling their own mental health issues and past traumas, um, only to then find out um, that there is something they have left to give to others um, after doing some work and healing themselves. So that is just the quick, fast and dirty summary of this drama. We do have some supporting um, characters that also help round out this drama and they give us some very interesting things to keep up with as well. Like um, Soo Hyun, she's a young woman who takes on multiple part-time jobs in the community. <laughs> so you keep seeing, people see her every, you know, they run into her all the time. Um, but she is, um, yeah, she's basically studying to become a police officer. Um, however, later on in the drama, she abandons that goal and becomes a YouTuber because she has a beautiful singing voice um, played by actual Soo Hyun um, of AK. MU, but she is, you know, she decides to abandon that kind of dream of being a police officer to become a YouTuber. <laughs> and then you also have another interesting character to me who is um, Sung Yop. And he also goes by Samantha at times. And he is a neighbor of Min Kyung and Weo, lives in the same apartment complex. And he later becomes like a big sister to Soo Hyung and he supports her in her YouTube singing career <laughs> and there are other wonderful supporting characters in this drama that really do actually help our main characters grow together like as in them in a relationship they kind of support that but then they also help them showcase themselves off individually and kind of help them grow individually in their kind of healing process so yes there's a, a wide um, range of great supporting cast um, who have smaller roles but definitely show up when they show up right <laughs> so yeah they all played their parts well but yes okay so there's there's that I have okay there's that but um yeah so now I want to actually talk about my just overall general feelings towards this drama if you haven't heard them already <laughs> and why you know I feel like I love it so dearly. This story is one that positions itself as a romantic comedy. Um, it starts off ridiculously with our two main characters running into each other multiple times and making each other's lives absolute mayhem. Um, they are both dealing with mental health issues and their interactions with one another just make things 10 times harder for them. <laughs> However, you know, this hate turns and slowly into solidarity and they see that they both have something in common um 
and that people label them as quote unquote crazy, but they take it amongst themselves to label themselves the normal ones and everyone else different. You know, they don't call them crazy, but they call them different than them. And I thought that was such a kind of important notion for them as far as like the messaging um, about you know, people dealing with certain issues and that to me, and then after that kind of bonding, they, that naturally moves them to friends and comrades, um, to eventually lovers. And this trajectory in 13 episodes was seamless. I mean, it was absolutely effortless. There was there was no point where the story navigated their relationship to one that didn't make sense. It I was never confused by their moment of falling in love and it was natural. It was not, it, it just all made sense. I was excited to see their relationship come to fruition where, you know, in the beginning they're fighting um and Yet it was never to a point that made you think there was no way they could actually like each other. Like their fighting, um, it made you feel like, you know, you understood where their actual irritation with each other came from. And it wasn't actually with the other person. It was instead with themselves. And once they started making peace with that, um, they had room to see each other as someone they could like um, or someone they could bring into their space without feeling threatened. Um, Because that's really a lot of the stuff that came about. It was a lot of, if they felt, I guess, um, at war and danger at all points. And that was something very important that they had to come to a place where they could not, they didn't feel that, that, that threat, them being threatened, them being a position of harm, um, by anyone. And this again is, like I said, that's important because Mick Young has every right to be afraid of people or men in particular and be apprehensive about bringing anyone into her life. So when she um, starts to let him in, it is done very respectfully for her character. So you, where you know, you know, she such, suffered from such a trauma. So you saw how she was able to work through that process to bring someone else into her life despite her past trauma. And again, it was beautiful, it was natural, and it was seamless. I keep seeing that because it was like I didn't even, I didn't even realize it was happening. It just happened, you know, that kind of thing. But it happened because I knew it should happen, that kind of feeling. But then you also have Weo, who is extremely volatile, um, but he is really only that way towards like the evil in the world, um, you know, evil people. He he isn't there to fight and beat up on women like some of the other people in the drama, obviously, but, but instead, you know, the bad guys that he, you know, chases after. And so again, it makes total sense that he can allow such an adorable, um, you know, though broken woman into his space. Again, natural and seamless. So when they finally get that chance, you know, me being the viewer, um, I'm, I was just smiling from ear to ear. I, I, the drama prepared me so well for their falling in love that... I too felt like I 
was falling in love with their love, if that makes sense. I'm sorry. It's, it was a magical thing, a magical experience for me um, that I feel like only can be done with amazing characters and amazing writing. Um, you don't do that. Ju- Every drama just does not do that well. I'm sorry. It's not a thing that's just kind of universal in drama watching and dramas. This is this was special to me, the way they showcased their love story. Um, so I want to shout out the director and the writer here. And of course, the amazing um, lead actors who had chemistry for days and totally convinced me that they were these broken individuals on a journey to heal themselves while simultaneously falling in love with one another. Um, The drama being titled Mad, you know, Mad for Each Other, it was of course so fitting because it was to play on the idea of them actually being mad. Um, which again, it's, it's a negative connotation and it's them, you know, it's to me, it's offensive. You know, you don't just call people crazy or mad. Um, but the fact that they both individually, of course, embrace the term initially, they kind of recognize that they're dealing with things. They don't hide away from it. They are actively in the process of bettering themselves when we meet them. So things like that, starting off the drama, it's like, okay, this is a recipe for success. Like that was the kind of thing that I saw in the first episode and thought, hey, I like what they're doing with this, you know, because I feel like sometimes dramas will showcase the process of going to a you know psychiatrist's office and it's the the person being kind of like I don't think I should be here what is the point of this you know that kind of scene and that's not at all the scene that we are introduced to when we first meet these two characters outside of the psychiatrist's office but then also in the psychiatrist's office they um are very accepting of why they're there what they need to work on while they're in there and you see this process in every in every episode like the the going to the psychiatrist does not just poof disappear at some point like no they continue to go to the psychiatrist and see her through their entire kind of love story as well she's there for the ride as well so I think that was very important that the drama did not lose sight of that that they definitely um helped to that theme that this is this is here. This is kind of prominent. This is what we're addressing. Um, and then it also kind of tied them into the rest of the neighborhood, which has these kind of nosy neighbor ladies who um, want to make sure the apartment is perfect, yet the apartment is not. <laughs> um, and yet they're in everyone's business. And even while they're doing that, they're being offensive to, you know, one of the, the tenants, um, Samantha, then also being offensive and hurtful to Min Kyung um, to the point where, you know, she is like, I'm leaving this place. And yet they come back and right their wrong. And it's based off of their initial kind of perception of these people. And it's, again, that's unfair. You know, you don't do that to people. And Wheel, he is a good example of not being that kind of person where he is not judgmental up front. He kind of wants to take people as they come and he does that very well. And I like seeing that type of character, um, even against a character like Min Kyung, who struggles with that. She kind of writes people off as, you know, dangerous man, you know, and leaves it at that. But she eventually, of course, works on that and sees it to the point where she can bring someone else into her life. Um, 
I will mention though that there was some points that towards the end of the drama that kind of started to ruffle my feathers but not in a way that I was like oh my goodness what's happening but like to a point where I was like hmm what's happening you know <laughs> it's a little more simpler than that um I respond but it was regarding um the way they brought back in her ex and how that triggered her I mean it was it was disturbing I mean I told you she adopted right I mean she took in a stray doll that was like roaming the neighborhood and he by far is the cutest um the cutest character in the drama to say the least and he's definitely a character um such a sweet sweet little boy (laughs) he really is but he is such a great actor as well I mean I I was like is that doc actually um the actresses um Yong Yongso I hope think that's her name oh Yongso if it's I feel like that's her actual dog like he was such a good boy for her and I was like I wonder if that's her own her actual dog but he was a little actor um but he there's point there's a point where you know her ex-boyfriend comes back around and actually hurts the dog you know those kind of things in this drama were like wait what we have to see that you know like there were some really kind of like I said disturbing moments um in the midst of it being kind of a comedy and being a romance there are moments that were like that's not that's not right that's not life laughable (laughs) at all and so when I was when we saw those moments towards the end there this was also happening at the same time where their kind of relationship that they had been building all this time and all these episodes, we've been watching them falling in love. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's basically ripped from them. And she has to now deal with this ex showing back up. And it was just a lot of trauma happening all at once. And I was kind of taken aback. And it was like episode 11. And you're like, wait, how are we going to end this? This is happening so close to the end of the drama. Like it was getting concerning. And the dramas are again, only 35 to 45 minutes. So you're like, I mean, sorry, the episodes are only that. And it's like, how are we going to write this before they end? Because they need to ride off into the sunset. Um, That's what we deserve. (laughs) That's what they deserve. And I wasn't sure there for a second. It got really dark towards the end. Um, And so when the final episode popped up, um, I was a little disappointed with with it, the way that it went. Not that it wasn't that the writing suddenly became horrific or anything like that, but I felt like they ran out of time. I felt like they wanted to do a little bit more with the you know, with the the return of the ex and the traumas that he put her through and her getting, you know, the lawsuit and all that kind of situated. And we owe, um, you know, proving himself to her in a way that was, you know, her really trusting him and feeling like he could actually protect her and sort of harm her. Like, I feel like there was a lot that they else they needed to do and show but they couldn't do it all in that final episode that was only a 40 something minutes, um, 50 minutes, I think. So I kind of felt it was a little squished. Like there was so much more. I felt like they were like, oh, we, we could have did this. Oh, we wanted to, but now we got to end it. And I really wish they would have gave themselves some more time um, to round that 
finale out um, because they did the little haphazard thing that I don't like when dramas do when they send off um, one of the main characters um, out of the country for a trip and then the other person has to wait for their return and then you see them return and then that's how it ends. Like I was not expecting that kind of ending from this drama. I'm going to be honest. I was expecting a little bit something more quirky and funny and even, you know, um, just like a little wild. I was expecting so much more and I feel like that was rushed. That was a little haphazard, a little slap together from, to me at least. Um, I do enjoy that they ended up together and, you know, that's what was the most important thing. But after them putting us through such, you know, turmoil and those kind of final, final moments to have that be their happy ending was a little, a little disappointing, a little up disappointing. I'm not going to say upsetting. It was just a little disappointing. Um, but it also kind of made me think like, is her room for another season? <laughs> I was like, would, you know, the actor um, Jung Woo and Young So, would they be, would they be back up? You know, would they be up for doing a season two? This to me are the type of dramas that I think can do a season two. Like, um, you know, my, if you listen to my Vincenzo recaps, um, I, had a I was I had a real big issue with them and preparing for a season two where that ending was disappointing again because it was like the the buildup was for such a kind of blah blah um ending and it's only because they can't do anything super dramatic because there's going to be more and so that's what I was wondering that ending being so blah I was like wait a second is this a sign of that there's more to come because it felt a little squeezed together I'm gonna be honest so I I'm interested to know if there's any talks for this drama coming back for season two I think they could actually finesse they could actually get a season two out of this um their relationship is just getting started like their this entire drama Technically, was them slowly falling in love with each other, um, but you don't really get to see them together together, like how it would feel if they were, you know, being together in an actual relationship. So I'm wondering if there there is a room for a season two where they can showcase this, their actual relationship, because I want to see them, you know, living together. I want to see them married. I want to see them with kids like they would be amazing at being parents like oh my goodness I mean how she was with the dog you know it's gonna be a, t- a testament to how she will be with kids but I was like I would love to see them with kids like there, these are characters that I would like to follow beyond their drama that I got to watch them in that's how I felt about run on which um if you listen to that final review you know that was that is um that is currently my favorite drama of 2021 and I I'm at the point where I might put Matt for each other um, and, and as, as a tie <laughs> with Run On right now. I'm going to be honest. I think I need to rewatch both of them and then see who kind of reigns supreme. But right now, I think they are both um, the top candidates for my favorite drama of 2021 thus far. So it hasn't completely knocked uh, Run On out, but the the way that I felt while watching Run On was very similar to this, where it gave me butterflies. I felt so enamored by the, the, the main couples, and I just felt like this was a, a romance for the centuries kind of thing, despite it being such a 
you know, simple or relatable situation. Um, so yeah, I really, really enjoyed Mad for Each Other. I think it is a must watch. Honestly, it's only 13 episodes, so you can definitely get through it. I highly recommend it to anyone. Um, I also recommend it to people who don't watch K-dramas. I think this is one of the rare K-dramas where I feel like someone who's not used to them could jump in and start watching this and, and absolutely love it as well. Um, and I think that's because to me, and I said this in my midpoint review for Matt for each other, that it reminded me of a Western style nineties to early two thousands, um, rom- romantic comedy. It really has the exact same vibe and feel to it. So people who are used to or enjoy those those 90s um, early 2000s western com, com you know romance rom-coms i think would absolutely get a kick out of this one as well again it does get dark and points it is following dark theme of course of mental issues it's not anything kind of really laughable um, but they do it in a way that's super respectful but also it does not um belittle it and it also um doesn't make light of it while also keeping it lighthearted, if that makes any sense, um, where it's making it just kind of normalizing it in a way that's like, yeah, this is something that people do and then they work on it and they hopefully get better. Like that is what it, the story tells. And I think that is such an important story to tell. Um, and even in, especially in a K-drama, I feel like we don't really get those stories very often. So I'm very pleased with this drama. I think the director who also has done one of my favorite dramas of all time, Hello My Twenties or Age of Youth, as some people may call it, um, um, he did that drama and that had a similar kind of feel for me as well, where it's just, there's something magical about the experience of watching it and you remember it after you've watched it. And I feel like that is what this drama um, has been for me. So I am sad that it's gone. Um, if you can hear the weather outside my my window right now, it's actually starting to, to thunder, thunder and um, rain a little bit. So if you can hear the thunder, that's the mood we're in. But I definitely... Um, I love this drama and I definitely would recommend it to K-drama lovers and non-K-drama watchers alike. And I I hope enough people watch this to know that this was just like gold, actual gold sitting on Netflix. And again, Netflix is trying to win my heart. And I'm such, you know, if you listen to some of my other podcasts, I have been anti Netflix for quite some time and this year they are blowing me out the water I mean my top dramas of the year currently are both Netflix originals like when who would have thought (laughs) not me (laughs) not me (laughs) but yes um that's all for this episode um so I want to thank you all so much for listening and whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the stormy evening like I'm having right now. I hope you have a great day. So everyone, it's been real. Lola's off.